it's Tanya Burton. Welcome back to the show. I have two special guests with me today, and we're going to help you out. If you lack in motivation and you continue to rely on it, we're going to help you to continue making progress with your weight loss journey. Um, and what are the key things that you need to do uh, to keep uh, going? So please help me welcome Alexa and Meredith. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yes. For, for those who are I've never seen you before. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Yes. So my name is Alexa Miller, and I am the owner of the Anytime Fitness in Lima, Ohio. Um, and I'm actually the co-owner with Meredith here of the Diet Doc Movement in Lima as well. Um, I just had my third child, just turned six weeks old yesterday. So I have three little minions running around. Um, life is crazy busy, and I love every minute of it. Well, hey guys, my name is Meredith Reiber. I am a nutrition consultant and co-owner of the Diet Doc Movement with Alexa. I am also a personal trainer and yoga instructor. I am currently in Ohio. I actually used to manage Alexa's gym, but my husband and I are knee deep in moving boxes and heading to North Carolina next week. Wow, busy week for you, goodness. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And as coaches, we know how important it is to keep going regardless of if we have motivation or if we don't. But a lot of us, we get stuck with, I, I just don't have motivation. We rely on it. We don't have it. We quit. What are some key things that you tell your clients to keep going? I think number one, I think this, there's a big conception that misconception that, that everybody that is in the fitness industry is just wakes up super motivated every day. They look at me and they're like, oh my gosh, it must be nice to be you. You're just motivated. And then, and I'm like, no, you know, it's just, it's not really like that. So our, one of our main things that we preach to our clients and, and people at the gym is remembering that action comes first. Um, action first results or emotions will follow that. And then that will lead to motivation. Um, so that's the main thing is just do first. You don't have to think just do first. Um, you're going to get some kind of results from that or emotion from that feeling. And then that will lead you to be motivated. So that's always my number one. I believe it's Meredith too, but I'll let her, I'll let her answer. <laughs> yes. My response is going to echo Alexa. There is this huge misconception that people are just waiting for motivation. to just plop into their lap. Um, if you, I don't know, if you think of the concept of like education or learning, you're not just going to wake up one day and be, um, inherently smart. Um, to be able to have the knowledge that either you currently have or hoping to attain, you've got to show up and go to school every day. You've got to be, you know, um, open-minded and curious to learn. Um, and it's the same thing with motivation. Like you have to continually show up for yourself without that motivation to then create these habits that will eventually lead to motivation. Just like showing up to school every day will eventually lead to that knowledge and that better understanding. It doesn't just show up, <laughs> which is why we're always saying action first. Let that action be the momentum to drive you towards those habits, which will eventually, you know, motivation is essentially a side effect of certain healthy habits, right? Right. Absolutely. Thank you. That's such a great uh, perspective on it. And it's true. We think motivation first, action second, when in reality it's get up, go do something, the emotions will follow. And I always think back to like working, you know, 
when I work through drive through or something like that, like at a restaurant and I'm like, oh, I don't feel like going to work. I have no motivation. But once I got there, I'm like, hey, everybody, how's it going? Like my motivation kicked in. It didn't kick in before when I had to wake up early and go there, but it did when I was there. And so same principles apply. Like you said, going to school, probably don't want to go to school or write that paper, but you got to do it. And once you start doing it, it's like, oh, okay. So fitness applies the same way. And I love that, that we're not just magically motivated to constantly think about our health. Mm-hmm. What are some key factors that, that you can give somebody just starting off? Maybe the, the hype of the very beginning of the diet, like, oh, I joined the gym, I got my new nutrition program, and they're kicking it, the weight's going down, and then week three rolls around, and they go, I suck, I'm a failure, I can't lose any more weight, this isn't working. What do you tell somebody in that, in that specific time? I think it's getting them at the very start to establish um, their why beyond aesthetic, beyond numbers, um, beyond just the those tangible results. Um, having them dig deeper is, okay, what will that lighter weight, what will that strength goal bring to your life beyond, you know, lifting heavier objects or looking smaller in a pair of jeans? If you have a deeper why, um, I find that you can hold on to that as you're going through that transitional part to get to that final step or that final product. And I'm a big believer in, in catching those people right at the beginning when they are super motivated and laying out a platform and laying out a plan that's attainable. Um, so maybe like some short-term mini goals instead of, I need to lose 100 pounds this year. That sounds very overwhelming, right? But if we break it down into smaller goals and say, okay, Maybe, maybe our goal this week is just to move our body three days a week. You haven't worked out a day in your life or it's been a very long time. Let's not aim for seven days because you're probably not going to make it and you're going to feel like a failure, right? So let's just aim for three or four days a week, 15 to 20 minutes. Does that sound doable? You know, and they go, oh my gosh, yeah, of course that sounds doable. So kind of setting them up right away for that short-term mini goals, um, something that's not super overwhelming. And then you check that off your list. Boy, does that feel good. I always say our bodies love a good check mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our job to make that list and not just say, I need to work out. That's not good enough. But if right. we're saying, hey, three times a week for 20 minutes, that's a focus point. Your brain can figure that out. Hey, I got 20 minutes today. Let's go. It's no longer, I need motivation to go. It's this is the plan. And that's the good thing about having a coach. We give you clarity and direction of if you do this, your progress is going to be better. You're going to feel much just more satisfied and check mark. I did it. And that actually creates momentum to keep going. It's no longer any motivation or it, you know, relying on it to last forever. It's just focus on what do I have to do to keep going. And that's what I love about me having a coach and us being coaches is giving them that relief of, Hey, just break it down. Let's make it easier. hundred pounds. That's Mount Everest. We'll get there, but let's focus right. on, here and I love that. Right. Uh, any other key factors of how you help clients just to keep going maybe three or six months down the road if they lost weight? How do they keep that sustainable? I think there's a few things. Um, you know, again, motivation is not something that we just are gonna wake up with every day, but taking the weeks when you are super motivated, maybe if you do come off of a week where you're more relaxed, you came back from vacation. Um, you know, you're, you're going to come back re-motivated, ready to go, but really take those weeks that you are motivated and drive it home, you know, and on the weeks that they are, you know, you feel like, 
this whole quarantine, for example, it's just been kind of, uh, you know, up and down with everybody. Um, and knowing that it's okay to kind of have those, those times that you're going to go through it, that it's, it's a lifelong process and it's not, you know, we, we show that diagram of this is what people think success, success looks like. This is really what it looks like, right? Um, we're going to have the ups and downs, but just, just some other things, I think surrounding yourself with just positive, like-minded, um, motivating people is key. Um, you know, listening to positive podcasts and feeding your, your mind with positive things. Um, those things always seem to help me on the weeks that I'm really struggling. Yes, one of my favorite quotes um, that Alex actually heard me talk about last week was, your tribe affects your vibe. And I think that's really important um, for people on a journey towards weight loss or just change in general. Because in the beginning, you do have that inherent motivation or that drive, that eagerness. And if that does dwindle, if you have this community of people around you that can be that drive, that motivation extrinsically during those times where you feel like I've plateaued, I'm, you know, I'm grinding away, I'm not making the progress as fast or as quickly as I had anticipated. Um, just having those people in your corner to say, hey, like, let me be your reminder, whether it's your coach or just whether it's the community you build around you at the gym or even in this time of day, uh, your virtual community. Are you, you know, getting off of Instagram or Facebook and feeling depleted and kind of like, eh, I'd rather the donut than the apple? Or <laughs> are you surrounded by, you know, these influencers and these fitness professionals where you're like, yeah, they can do it. I can do it simply by scrolling on your phone for a couple of minutes. So I think that just, you know, who you're surrounded by really influences this long-term journey because as we all, the three of us know, nutrition and fitness is a long-term commitment and journey and lifestyle. It's not just, okay, I got to my goal. I can go back to the way I was. Yeah, for sure. And it's so crucial to know these in the very beginning, see what works, see what you have to do because what you do there, that's your foundation. That's just going to help you be sustainable. You know, we can't rely on our emotions or motivation. We have to set ourselves up. In, and I love that you guys talked about it. One, knowing your why. Go beyond just the scale. Why are you actually doing this? What do you want to feel for the rest of your life? That's a huge question I ask my clients. I don't care if you lose 20 or 30 pounds. So many people lose weight and hate their bodies. They're miserable. Why are you doing this? What's the long term? And I agree, environment is everything. Like, I can't imagine doing, I lost imagine just doing it by myself god bless those who do but my my journey was so much better when i had that community um and, and i love that you bring that up and i like the, the fact that you both brought up it's okay to not be motivated it's okay to be like down sometimes and to not always be grinding and hustling you're gonna have those moments and it's okay so let's say somebody knows their why they're doing this and they're involved within an in a group, in a community, and they show up for classes, but they still just don't have that umph to keep going. How do you revert their their focus to keep pushing and, and keep going and keep going? Even though they know their why, even though they have that community, they just, something's missing. I think a lot of it is, again, going back to that, reminding them what worked in the beginning, um, whether that's tracking their food, you know, weighing and measuring, doing all those things with nutrition or 
um, whether it was packing their workout bag before they went to bed at night and set it by the door, but all those little things that worked in the beginning to help them, but really going back to that action first. You know, I don't think I've ever completed a workout where I didn't want to work out and thought, darn it, I really wish I just didn't work, didn't do that workout today. Why did I do that? No, every single time that I don't feel like working out and I do it, I'm like, thank you, Jesus, that I got that done and I feel amazing, right? So I think that is just honestly the key is going back to like, again, it's okay if you're not motivated. Action first. Like, I don't love waking up every day and brushing my teeth. It's not glorious. I don't enjoy it. But I do it, right? Why do we do it? Because we know that it has benefits. Um, so action, number one. I think too, meeting, meeting them with where they're at. If we're, we're talking about long-term goals, we're talking about you know, three, six, 12 months into this journey is explaining to them that their goals and how they're going to achieve those goals may change. So it might, from a coaching perspective, might be said, hey, this was our plan of action for your first 12 months and here we are at month eight and now we have a move. Now we have a quarantine. So almost having to meet them with where they're at and say, let's restructure something. Let's restructure um, how we're going to obtain those goals. Let's not use that speed bump as a roadblock. Let's just re-navigate how we're gonna get you there. Um, I, I think this, this time of life for everybody has, has thrown a speed bump into everybody's nutrition and fitness goals. Um, some have used it as exactly that, the roadblock. Well, I'll get back to it. Um, but no, why don't we just change how we're navigating life, how we're navigating our goals to, to work with our environment and to not let it be this A, setback, or B, um, let me just pause on life. Let's actually, let's get creative. When we have the coach just say, let's do exactly that we can plow through those times where the client is just like, I'm over it. <laughs> like we're all in the same boat. We've all, we've all experienced this before. So let's re-navigate your goals together. 100%. And I would say just, just to continue on what you guys are saying, like as a, all three of our coaches perspectives, you know, a lot of times as we can, the longer we keep doing the same thing, it, it doesn't get as exciting, kind of gets monotonous. I gotta track my food, gotta pack my clothes. And I always tell my clients, that's when you get comfortable, it, it, that's, that's the feelings that you're getting. Um, and you need to learn um, to remember, like, take a step back, look at the big picture. Look how far you've come. You know, sometimes we see the same, like, two freaking numbers on the scale, and we're like, oh my gosh, I have no motivation. I don't feel like doing anything. Those two numbers just keep flirting with each other, like nothing's happening. And then I'll, I'll take a step back, and I'm like, do you? you know, you just lost 20 pounds in like three months, right? Like, you know, you made progress, maybe not in the last three days, but I also think that gives them that motivation, that momentum to keep going. And I think that's super helpful to know, look at, look at the big picture um, and, and change it. Like Meredith said, I love that. Like, look at it and see, does something need to be adjusted? If something came up like the quarantine, a move, what are you going to do about it? You know, how do we need to change things up so that you can keep going? And a lot of times we, we have this roadblock that we're like, I just can't do anything about it. And I go, that's why you have coaches to go around it, to go through it, whatever, so that you keep going. And I love that. Here's my, my last question for you guys. What do you do if somebody just can't let go of the excuses, but they don't have what it takes? Hmm. 
that's a tough one. <laughs> um, you know, I, again, I, I'm going to reiterate what I said before, but you, you can sit there and, and come up with a million reasons why it's not going to work. But if it's truly something that you want, want to work, um, you're going you're gonna to make time for it and you're going to make it work. But I also want to say that it's okay if you're not at that point too. You know, there's some people, especially right now, that, you know, some of our clients who have said, like, I just can't get there. And I respect that as a coach to say, you know what? that's okay. And when you're ready, we're going to be here and we're going to help you, you through. So uh, there's, there's excuses, but I also believe that the, the client really has to be ready um, from a coach's perspective. They have to be ready to make the move. Um, and it's okay if they're not, it's okay. And as long as they admit that that is what it is um, and when they're ready, then they're ready to come back in full force. So that's a tough one though. <laughs> yeah, that one is tough. And I would, probably just reiterate the trying to get the client to be the one to say it isn't my time to change I I want it but I'm not willing um, as a coach you want to just paint it all across the screen and say this is what's happening um, but it's not as profound for the client to hear it um, than for them to say it we do um, a six-month program in Holland. At the end of that six months, we send it to uh, a questionnaire to all of our clients. And one of the questions is, um, if you feel like this program didn't get you to where you wanted to be, um, check which box why. And one of them is just, I wasn't ready to commit to what was needed to get me the desired results. And and the people that you know that fall short of their goals or just kind of fall off three, four months after <laughs> weekly, we're saying, where are you? What's going on? Let's help. That we do see that box checked. Um, and I think it's powerful for them to make that choice of this is the box I'm checking. And it, it was on me um, without us saying, hey, this is actually what happened. <laughs> and that's huge to know. And everyone always feels like uh, it's my time. You know, I, I, I can do it now. But it's like, really ask yourself, like, maybe, maybe not just yet, maybe in a week. Maybe in two weeks, maybe you need like a break. Maybe you just need to reset, refocus, and then jump in. But don't worry if it's not like right now in this instant that you have to because all of your friends are doing it. You know, you got to think of your time. So just to recap uh, this episode, um, loved all the answers. Like it was great. I wish I had my notebook. I was just like writing everything down. Um, what would you say were the three key nuggets? You know, if somebody's relying on motivation, what do they need to do? to set the, themselves up to sustainable success in their weight loss? Action first. Mm -hmm. Emotions follow, results follow, and then after that, then you become motivated. That's number one. Number two, surround yourself with positive people, um, positive things online, on podcasts. Um, what's, your, what's your quote, Meredith? Your, your, your tribe affects your vibe. There you go. Um, what else did you say, Mayor? Um, establishing your why and yeah. let it be deeper than just, just a yeah. number. Um, and then, you know, from the practicality side of it, set goals that are realistic for, you know, your, your timeline, your body type, your, just really customize your goals and your timeline. Um, but then also be willing to pivot to keep moving in that direction of your goal. Absolutely. 
I hope everyone notices we did not talk about watch a motivational video on YouTube and get pumped up with Dwayne Johnson. That's great. But you have to think, it doesn't sound like sexy that what we're telling you to do, but it's real and we've been there and that's why we keep going. It's not this tug of war of I need motivation, no, I don't have it. It's okay, I just gotta get up and go. I always say, I'm just gonna put my shoes on and just start walking. It's not a matter of fighting with myself anymore, just go. Cause you're right, as soon as you take action, your brain kind of forgets about it and just, you just start doing things. And I always tell people, Give me that list. What are your top reasons? Why do you want to do that? And you better look at that every single day because that's going to propel you to make better choices. I always say we lose motivation because we lost our why. No vision, no enthusiasm. If you don't have no vision for where you're going, there's not going to be any energy to propel you forward. Yep. And of course, as coaches, you need that support. You need that accountability. You need somebody to help you with your roadmap of how to get there. And you don't have to do it alone or in the dark and feel overwhelmed with all this noise on, you know, on the internet of what you got to do. You have somebody cheerleading you on the side and just helping you to keep going. And I always tell my clients, Hey, I'm going to be with you through the highs and the lows. I'm going to see those pretty toes on that scale and you dropped a pound. I'll be super happy for you, but I'm also going to be there when you accidentally midnight snack or something happens. We're going to get through it. You need yep. to learn to get over it. Cause if you don't, you're just going to be stuck here the rest of your life. I go, there is a solution. You just need to find it. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you so much for being on here. One last question. I know I said that. I'm like the preacher that says, oh, I still talk for 20 minutes. <laughs> love it. Ask about communities and where do they join? What are your like favorite podcasts or people that you follow that help you stay focused with your health? Oh, uh, one of my favorites, because I would say I'm a bit more of the delicately worded coach. Um, so I like to follow Syat Fitness, who is the complete opposite of how I typically position my words of advice. But he is hilarious. He's to the point. He's very blunt. Um, but he gets the, the message across. So he's a fun one to follow if you don't mind a few four-letter words. He definitely says everything that we think in our heads, but we can't say, <laughs> but he's great. Yeah, he's a great one. Um, I listened to, obviously, the diet doc, um, Dr. Joe and Dr. Corey. Um, they, have, they have a bunch of other coaches on there, too. I love listening to them. Um, but beyond them, I love Les Brown. He's more of that, like, churchy, motivational guy, um, but he always makes me feel good. Um, but honestly, I just think in general, like anything that you can find online, whether it's, um, you know, it is a YouTube video or just following people like Meredith said, I quit, I quit following people that made me feel, um, you know, th that I wasn't good enough or that I, that I wasn't able to keep up with what they were doing. I, I started following people who I wanted to be like, and that I knew was realistic too. So not even just videos, but, but on Instagram, I want to make sure that I'm following the right people. and. You know, like what Meredith said um, with the tribe, I always, I always tell my husband this, but check your top five, right? The top five people you surround yourself with, that's who you are and who you're going to, be, going to become. So same thing online. Who's your top five people you follow? You need to check that out and make sure they're, they're the good top five. And unfollow if you don't, if they don't, you know, correlate with your values. Exactly. Well, thank you ladies for joining us today. Hopefully we'll see you on another episode. Um, thank you for everyone who's listening and watching. I hope that was helpful, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, Tanya.